It's time for the It's 30 Minutes of Scores, Coaches, Interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday morning ticket for Saturday, December the 15th. Happy holidays to each and every one of you. The sun is shining. It's a little chilly out there, but what a great day to spend some time in a basketball gym. And we have plenty of options for you as this amazing sports weekend gets really into the full throes of fun tonight. Obviously, Quincy High, Quincy Notre Dame, and the QU Subway Holiday Shootout, but much, much more spread around the area. We'll get to all of it, and we've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk basketball with Andy Douglas on the eve of the Blue Devils and Raiders going at it tonight at Blue Devil Gym. We'll also talk about last night's heartbreaking loss to Rock Island. The Blue Devils are close. They're, they're, they're close. It's maddeningly close at this point. They could just as easily be 6-1 and one as 1-6, one and six, and we'll try to pick Andy's brain a little bit and see how he gets this thing set back the right direction. Also, we're going to talk to the future Hall of Famer, the great Mike Terry, outstanding Quincy High tennis coach who is getting set to have a very big honor thrown his way in February. All of that coming up in just a few minutes. But we're going to start tonight with the scores, and we're going to start with last night's scores, obviously, talking about that Blue Devil game, which saw Quincy High have four different chances in the last minute 31 to try to break a tie with Rock Island. Just couldn't get it done. And when you're not winning, these kind of things become kind of self-fulfilling prophecy as the Blue Devils lose to a really good Rock Island team, despite playing pretty well last night. 55-52 was your final. Jaden Smith with 15 points. Jarrell Brock with 13 points as the Blue Devils fall to 1-6 in the season and 1-2 in the conference. Across town, the news was a little different for Quincy Notre Dame, Quincy High School's opponent tonight at Blue Devil Gym, as the Raiders open the game beating Central 15-1 to in the first quarter. Camp Point Central missed their first eight shots from the field and could never really recover on the back end of a 49-34 loss. Tommy Ray leading the way for the Raiders last night with 13 points. Kevin Meyer sporting the most unusual of winter snowflake jackets last night. I can't wait to see what he has in store for Quincy High Q&D. His sartorial choices, we'll review them all with you next week because they were certainly something last night. Uh, let's talk some more Illinois High School basketball. West Hancock, Reno Pinkston's team continues to destroy all comers. They take down Western last night a very 61-47 to behind 30 points and a posterizing dunk from Drake Hamill. Also last night, Pittsfield on the road at North Green picks up a victory over the Spartans 42-34. to Will Guthrie leading the way for the Sockies with 15 points there. Big win last night for the Liberty Eagles. Coming back, forcing overtime at Macomb, and then getting the win, 58-51. Jordan Nyson with a big 27-point effort in the victory for the Eagles. Jacksonville route, no trouble dismissing Pleasant Hill last night by 50, 76-26. It was Rushville Industry winning at home over Southeastern, 57-51. Rough night for the Brown County Hornets as they run into a buzzsaw in Beardstown. The Tigers take them down 81-49. to Over in Missouri, big night for Desi Jones and the Hannibal Pirates taking out Mexico. 77-52, Desi with 34 points in the victory. Palmyra bounces back from the earlier loss this week to Q&D and takes out their frustrations on another Illinois opponent. This would be Menden Unity with a 54-33 victory. Regar McKinney with 17 points in that one. It was Clark County taking down Illini West in Cahoka, 59-48. Westran, too much for Knox County last night. 54-42, your final in favor of Westran. Mark Twain fell by the Clopton Hawks, 51-47. to That despite the 18-point effort last night from Preston Eckler, North Shelby goes down to Community R6 and loses at Ladonia, 90-66. to 
Scotland County struggles continue as they lose to Harrisburg 72-35. to Also last night, a huge win for the Keokuk Chiefs up in southeast Iowa. Anthony Potratz with 32 points and 7 rebounds as the Chiefs beat a good Washington Demons team last night. 69-63, Holy Trinity a loser at Waco. On the girls' side of the ledger last night, let's start in Missouri. Palmyra holding on to beat Unity last night. 53-52, Megan Stone had 19 points and a game-winning putback with 21 seconds left to get that done, thus thwarting a 21-point effort from Addie Miller in the loss for the Lady Mustangs. Mexico knocks off Hannibal 52-37. to Quincy Notre Dame playing at the uh, Jacksonville shootout last night takes down the host squad, the Crimsons, 63-25. Madison L. Meyer with 19 points in that game. QD's got a big one today with Highland on the road at Bethalto Civic Memorial. We'll have highlights of that one for you coming up tonight on the big overtime show. The Jacksonville route, Lady Rockets improved to 11-1 on the season with a 50-22 win over Athens last night. It was North Shelby losing 74-32 to Community R6. Also, Scotland County with a 10-point win over Harrisburg. Knox County all over West Tran last night, 69-24. The Keokuk girls dismantle Washington, 63-39. The Holy Trinity girls with a quality win over Waco, 42-37. The Central League girls winning over Cardinal of Eldon, 69-25. Maya Mershman had 24 points. Cardinal of Eldon had 25. That kind of tells you how good Central League is as well. Some other happenings yesterday. I need to make mention of Liberty's outstanding cross-country runner, Caitlin Robbins. She becomes the latest of a large number of quality Division I recruits from our area. She commits to Northern Illinois yesterday. Also want to make mention of the fact that we announced on KHQA all of our Player of the Year honors for football. I'll run those down for you very quickly. Your Illinois Offensive MVP has revealed yesterday Zach Thompson from Triopia. Your Missouri-Iowa Offensive MVP was Will Whitaker from Hannibal. Also coming up tonight on Overtime, you'll hear more about our defensive MVPs from Missouri-Iowa. It's Jonathan Saxbury from Monroe City and Noah Strokert from Camp Point Central. Coming up on Sunday, we'll give you the case, and it's a pretty bullet Proof airtight one for Brad Dixon from Camp Point Central as your KHQA Coach of the Year. And then coming up on Wednesday, signing day, appropriately enough, we will fet our uh, KHQA Player of the Year, Jirel Brock. No surprise there from Quincy High School as well. Also want to remind everybody, if you're looking for something fun to do at 315, Quincy University kicking off the QU Subway Holiday Classic. They will take on the Lincoln Blue Tigers of Jefferson City. That game set for 3 o'clock. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. It was a very tragic and sad week this week around the tri-state area. One of the great people and one of the phenomenal coaches in our area, Greg Wathen, passed away earlier this week. 25 years at uh, John Wood, almost 600 career victories, one of the most wonderful people you could deal with, and, and a gentleman who uh, lived it like he walked it. He, he taught young people how to, to hold themselves accountable, and obviously we're going to have a little bit of time to talk with Mike Terry, one of the members of the John Wood community, about Greg's impact. His funeral is today, and again, obvi- obviously deeply saddened, not only for the greater John Wood community, but our community as a whole. We've lost a good one, and our condolences go out, obviously, to Greg's family and the extended John Wood family as well. Okay, when we come back, Andy Douglas is going to join us. We're going to talk Blue Devil basketball and what it's going to take to get the Blue Devils back over the top after this 1-6 start. Getting you ready for a full weekend of sports, it's the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Here's Chris. And welcome back, everybody, to the Saturday Morning Ticket. Always a pleasure to be joined by our friend Andy Douglas. And I know last night 
was just another example of how fragile and how close the game of basketball can be. Andy Douglas's team, and I, I got a chance to watch last night, I thought looked really good, and it was just a case last night of the Blue Devils not finding that one knockout punch to finish, Andy. How frustrating has that been? Because you have had some really great moments in these first seven games. Yeah, it, it has been. You know, we, we've had some close ones, six points, six points, a couple one-point games, and then last night's three-point game. And, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of the same thing. It, it boils down to execution down the stretch. And uh, you mentioned the word punch, and that's kind of what I equated last night's game to. I thought uh, I thought it was like a, a boxing match. You know, they, we, would, we would throw a blow, and then they'd come down and throw a blow, and then we'd come back and throw a blow. And, um, you know, the second half was full of – you know, back and forth between us, and uh, unfortunately, um, they threw the last few and and, and <laughs> knocked us out. Uh, you know, and we've got to we've got to be better. You know, we've got to be better. And I and I think in in, in those situations, uh, we're learning a lot. You know, we've been in some close games. We're learning a lot about uh, you know the do's and don'ts uh, offensively when it comes down the stretch. Well, I'll continue the metaphor for you then, Andy, because here's what I like about your team, and I like a lot about them, and we saw it again in the first half last night with that 8-0 run you responded with. Your kids have some chin, and that's a wonderful place to start. Yeah, they they really do. They really do. They, you know, they, they they're battling, um, and we we're not as athletic as as some of the teams we've gone up against, and uh, obviously the height thing is 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 kind of the the eye opening thing that everybody sees just right off the bat. But these kids battle. You know, I I, I talked about Lucas Reese and and how the job that he's done for us. He's he's put in a position where he's got to play a back. Uh, at five ten, and and yeah. and compete against guys that are six six, and and he's done a phenomenal job, and and obviously we wouldn't be where we are. Uh, I, I say where we are today, but with not as far as the wins and losses, but the growth that the team has made without him, uh, you know, battling inside. But he's not the only one. You know, you got. I, th- I think our staples have been Gyro and Jaden, uh, which they should as as seniors. But you know, we got some other guys that that are capable of. of you know, being big in big moments. You, you touched on that last night, and I thought one of the more positive developments last night was we finally saw Brady Rupert kind of find his rhythm a little bit, and that's going to help you moving forward. Yeah, Brady Brady is a, a kid who, and, and I throw three guys in, you know, Brady, uh, you know, Dante and, and Lucas Reese. Those are three guys that, you know, we, we've got to get, we've got to get, some confidence uh, going in them, and, and and I think the confidence part uh, breeds consistency. Uh, and and I, I I told them last night I'm with our entire team. I know we're one in six. The record doesn't look great, but uh, I, I have a hundred percent faith in in this group as a team, as a unit. Uh, I believe in them. Um, you know, and 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 I believe that they can be great. But uh, it's a, a big step is them believing in themselves and and that's kind of what that's what our goal is uh now is just you know building those guys up keeping them going and it's not an easy thing when you are one and six it's kind of you know you we want to give we want them to have confidence and they're looking at the record and like well we're here and at one and six how can we be confident but uh you know i i, I just keep going back to the fact that the coaches have 100 percent confidence in these guys would be great well I'll, I'll say this to you like i need to remind you or like i need to remind linda the first trimester is always the hardest then you yeah, yeah. you know that better than anybody but you guys have played such a tough schedule andy there is value 
uh, in that in the back end because uh, this is as hard as I can remember, and I'm not trying to make any excuses or reasons, but you really did bolster the schedule. And come February, and it's a process. You know that better than anybody. Come February, there's going to be value in that for you. Oh, there's no doubt about it. This is uh, the toughest schedule we've had. I, I, I keep going back to 15 years because that's about as far back as I can remember right now. But uh, it's, it's an extremely uh, tough schedule, and, and it's good for this group. You know, I, I think we could we could have put some different teams on the schedule and, and gone through and been 6-1 and one, um, and not learned the lessons that we've learned early on in the season. Uh, you know, I, I think when when you play games against really good opponents and you're, you know, you, you don't execute four times, four possessions down the stretch and uh, have a couple shots that shouldn't, you know, shouldn't have been shot and you only lose by three points. You're looking at them and saying, hey, look, this is a possession-oriented game. That's how, that's how important every single possession is. And those are lessons you get playing in these games that you wouldn't get playing in games where you're running by 15, running by 20, uh, 20 points. You've seen all kinds of length, and we've touched on a little bit how that's undone you in places. That doesn't stop tonight, which is really kind of unfortunate just in terms of the schematics of playing Quincy Notre Dame, because when you're looking at a Tommy Ray, when you're looking at the, the, the width and the girth and the strength of a Johnny Botorf, those are things that are going to be really, those kind of hit you in, in weird places tonight. How do you kind of compensate for that, Andy? Yeah, I, I think, you know, first and foremost, we've, we've seen it, we've seen it, uh, game in and game out you know we're, we're playing against guys that are uh you know long playing against guys that are thick inside and um you know the, the strength of, of teams that we've played you know you're going up against seven eight guys that are uh that look like you know high division two division one football players at times oh so, absolutely uh, you know we, we've seen we've seen some really good athletes some really good length and um you know rebounding has been something that we've we've obviously focused in on uh and we've changed our, our our strategy with rebounding a little bit and i think you saw that last night you know i thought the second half first half i thought we gave up a couple offensive rebounds that you know just bounced around uh you know and, and and we couldn't come up with and second half i thought our guys did a phenomenal job of getting bodies on on their guys and and rocky's a team that you know they they thrive on offensive rebounding and for us to be able to take that away from them in the second half i thought was you know was the reason why we were in the game so, um, you know, we're going to see a little bit of that tonight from Notre Dame, and we just have to do our part. You know, I think it starts with it starts with being being physical, having the physical mentality of of not letting guys around you, of getting guys out of the paint, and uh, we're, we're growing in that area. Obviously, Kevin Meyer always talks about this being the one night of the year that he he actually roots against Quincy High School, the one night. Uh, and obviously, <laughs> there's a lot hanging in the balance for, for his team as well because it's a big pride win for them, and they're coming off a really great week with, uh, you know, with the efforts that they've had, obviously, as well. So I guess how do you attack them tonight, Andy? And how do you kind of, you know, obviously you know what surrounds this game. With, with what's gone on so far, how do you kind of balance everything with your squad tonight? Uh, really, the message to them, and, and this is kind of the message that we have every game, is it's it's all about us. You know, this is a time when when we're on the court together, the, a time that we can be extremely selfish as a team and, and just focus in on what we need to do and, um, and and worry about us. And that's that's the mentality that we have to have going into tonight. You know, it's not about the crowd. It's not about the, the, the team that we're playing. It's as much as it is about what we need to do as a group and how we need to grow as a group. And, um, you know, I think I think our guys are ready for that uh, that battle tonight. You know, we know the, that we're going up against a really good Q&D team and a well-coached team. But, uh, you know, tonight it's about the, the – 
the little things that we have to do to be to be great moving forward. You know, not necessarily great against Q and D, but great against all of our opponents moving forward. And you know, that's a handful of things that that we focused in on, and and tonight's uh, going to be no different. You're emphasizing the positives, obviously, and that that's where you go. And one of the positives has absolutely nothing to do with basketball. And I know it doesn't matter. It's apropos of nothing in the game itself. But both these student sections are are so good, and they're they're kind of extending it this week with support of I believe it is cancer patients tonight. That just says an awful lot about the specialness of this community and the specialness of this rivalry, doesn't it? It, it really does. Um, I, I think if you look, in, and Kevin would say the same thing, the amount of support that that this community, you know, gives uh, to our programs is is you know second to none. You know, Quincy uh, Quincy is a, a great basketball town and, and and has been for years. But this, you know, we we can we continue to have support whether it's you know, local businesses, companies here, or uh, individuals that just you know care about and, and love the tradition and love the programs, or uh, even our student sections that are coming up big in situations. I I, I think uh, it's a special game, and when you get when you get a game like this, that's what you want to see, you know, and that's that's what's going to keep the game going. It's it's when you get, you know, people going at each other and, and student sections going at each other and fans going at each other that that end up ruining the rivalry. So it's been positive thus far, and 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 I'm thankful for that. Least important and most important question I'm going to ask you: Does Landon Douglas possess a De'Aaron Fox jersey yet? And if not, I'm calling child services. <laughs> No, he's he's catching so much flack for wearing the Doug Christie jersey. Oh, bless his heart, though. <laughs> but he's a he's a warrior, man. He knows he knows he watches highlights on Doug Doug Christie, all ten of them about his defensive, uh, <laughs> you know, paralysis of time. But no, he, he's he's uh, he's supporting a lot. He's he's in the Jersey stage, I think, uh, and has been for a little while. Now he's a, a Lakers fan, obviously with LeBron moving. So uh, we're gonna have to get him cheering for those Sacramento Kings. There we go. We'll we'll tip the cap to him anyway hey and i need to say great job with the gym it looks fantastic and and obviously as the steward to that program and one of the great traditions in the country i thought you guys have done amazing work and it's it's always a joy to walk into that gym but it just looks so wonderful right now so kudos to you guys for that as well Uh, i appreciate that thank you very much all right best of luck to you tonight andy and obviously highlights coming tonight and uh, obviously happy holidays to you as well Hey, you as well. Appreciate all you do. Thank you. All right, and we move on with the Saturday morning ticket. Coming up next, the great Mike Terry talks Hall of Fame. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday morning ticket on Talk Radio 930 WTAD and FM 103.3. Here's Chris Dewar. And welcome back, everybody. We are privileged and honored to be joined by our good friend Mike Terry right now, the longtime coach of Quincy High Girls and Boys Tennis, and he is going into the Illinois Coaches Association Hall of Fame in February, much deserved for a man whose 30-year tenure has been amazing. And Mike, congratulations to you. And I know you're a humble guy, but this has to mean something pretty special to you, given what the sport of tennis and the amount of time you've delivered and devoted to the Blue Devils over the years. Well, exactly right, Chris. I mean, it means a lot to me, um, and more than you can imagine, um, especially since, you know, I've been active in the coaches association and it was the coaches in that group, you know, that, that 
bestowed that honor on me. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm very proud of that. And I'm also, you know, proud of the Blue Devil Hall of Fame as well. Those Both those mean a lot to me. Those are those are two incredible things. And, and your longevity has been incredible. And that speaks to your enthusiasm, not just for tennis, but for kids. And, and that's been a part of you since you, you know, went into education and all that you've done. And, and for you, I, I guess, what's the secret to keeping that, you know, kindled for, for 30 years now? Well, you know, that's a good question. I thought you might ask something like that, and I was just trying to figure that out. But, I mean, <laughs> honestly, you know, it, you, you touched it, I think. I mean, just being able to, to be around students here at John Wood and before that at Quincy High and then being able to coach boys and girls both um, during the season. I mean, every season kind of leads to the next, and, and that's, you know, I, I always look forward to the beginning of the season. I always look forward to get through the season and, you know, traveling, we travel so much. I get to know my tennis players probably, uh, you know, better than many coaches because, I mean, we're in a band hours on hours, you know, in the fall and the spring. So I, I you hit it on the head. I mean, I, I just like being around young people, and, it, and it's, a, it's a thrill for me every single season and every, every beginning of a semester here at John Wood. I thought very specifically of you last year during the Pepsi Little Peoples. I'm in a threesome with Saeed Ali and his son and with Pai Bulavong yeah. and his son. And I know those are two of the, the great tennis players. That that doubles team in 1997 was as good as it gets for you. And it made me think two things. One, we're getting older, Mike. And, and number yeah. two, obviously, you, you've seen some things, haven't you? Well, I really have. I mean, that's that's funny that I I can't imagine those guys playing golf. I I don't know what pie. Um, you know, I I mean, I know Saeed's a very good golfer. I have no idea what what pie's got as far as a golf game. But yeah, those two guys. Uh, you know, that's that's the only time I've ever been able to sit on the court was uh, you know their their fifth and sixth place match. And ironically, the guy who's going to present me this award is one of the doubles players uh, that beat them oh, at the state tournament, uh, <laughs> Sean Mason Cup, who's a really good friend of mine. Uh, but he's, uh, yeah, he was kind of instrumental in getting me in the Hall of Fame as well. So so there's all sorts of connections. But, yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's pretty cool that you got to play with those guys. Mike, I want to talk to you a little bit just about being, you are one of the great stewards to tennis in this town, and the culture here probably doesn't get enough play, but we see it with the city tournament, we see it with the Blue Devils, we see it with the Raiders. There is a vibrant culture that has to make you incredibly proud. Oh, I mean, I'm just a small part of that. I mean, you know, but but yeah, absolutely. But, you know, Quincy Racquet Club has always been there, um, you know, hosting events and and teaching classes and being, and, you know, we have tennis at the Quincy Country Club. So, I mean, there are all sorts of places where, where kids can play. But absolutely, uh, yeah, to be a small part of that is it makes me very proud. Absolutely. It was a gut punch this week, and I'm not doing my job if I don't ask you, because I know how tightly wound into right. the John Wood community you are. Greg Wathen's loss was seismic. Can you talk just a little bit about what he meant to your campus? Oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I know you mentioned that earlier and, and you, you again, you touched on exactly the right things. I mean, Greg was over and above being a coach. You know, he was a father figure to his players. I mean, we've had some difficult situations. If you remember when we lost those two young men a couple falls ago on that tragic accident, you know, 
Um, I, I'm not sure any other coaches could have guided us through and helped us through that that uh, horrible situation because I had both those young men in class. No, oh, jeez. And you know, I walked into class that next morning with two empty seats, and um, it was one of the hardest things I've ever you know had to deal with. But you know, thank God Greg was there because he was always uh, he was always a steady rock for for our our program and and for just as a coach. I mean, I admired him a great deal. I can't thank you enough for your kind words. I know that's a difficult topic, and and I can't think of a more deserving Hall of Famer of anyone I know. The number of coaches who are still here since I started is very small. Mike Terry is probably the classiest among them. You should get like a Hall of Fame tattoo or something, Mike, just to sport that around town. I'm thinking about that, yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking about it. Congratulations to you. I know that's coming up in February, and thanks for joining us. And, Mike, happy holidays and continue your good work. Same to you, Chris. Thank you. Absolutely, and that wraps up another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket. We'll be right back here next Saturday at 8 a.m. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.